this culture and also about homeland security is to see that there are at the very least two worlds in america one of the well-to-do and another of the struggling for if ever there was the absence of homeland security it is seen in the gritty roots of hip-hop for the music arises from a generation that feels with some justice that they have been betrayed by those who came before them that they are at best tolerated in schools feared on the streets and almost inevitably destined for the hellholes of prison they grew up hungry hated and unloved and this is the psychic fuel that generates the anger that seems endemic in much of the music and poetry one senses very little hope above the personal goals of wealth to climb above the pit of poverty in the broader society the opposite is true for here more than any other place on earth wealth is so widespread and so bountiful that what passes for the middle class in america could pass for the upper class in most of the rest of the world their very opulence and relative wealth makes them insecure and homeland security is a governmental phrase that is as oxymoronic as crazy as say military intelligence or the u.s department of justice they're just words that have very little relationship to reality now do you feel safer now do you think you will anytime soon do you think duct tape and kleenex and color codes will make you safer from death row this is mumia abu jamal Sorry about that. Uh, that was the voice of Mumia Abu-Jamal, uh, who's currently serving a life sentence without parole um, after being sentenced to death in 1981 um, for a murder that he did not commit. Uh, before his conviction, Mumia was a radio journalist covering the MOVE organization in Philadelphia. Um, he's still writing and thinking about the world we live in today from behind bars, and you can write to him at uh, Mumia Abu-Jamal. Uh, his address is AM8335SCI. Manahoy, that's M-A-H-A-N-O-Y, 301 Morea Road, M-O-R-E-A, in Frackville, Pennsylvania, that is 17932. All right, we're going to keep this moving. I have uh, an introduction written by DJ Cool Herc to the book Can't Stop, Won't Stop, A History of Hip-Hop Generation. I'm going to read for you all. When I started DJing back in, in the early 1970s, it was just something that we were doing for fun. I came from the people's choice, uh, from the street. If the people like you, they will support you in the work, uh, and your work will speak for itself. The parties I gave happened to catch on. They became a rite of passage for young people in the Bronx. When the younger generations came in and started pulling or putting their spin on what I had started, I set down the blueprint, and all the architects started adding on this level and that level. And pretty soon before we knew it, we had started to evolve. Most of people knew me as DJ Cool Herc, but sometimes when I introduce myself, I would just tell them my friends call me Herc. Later on that, they might ask, are you that Herc? Right? Uh, my thing is, come and meet me as who I am. My head's not swollen. I'm not trying to front on people. If you like what I do, if you like me playing music or giving parties, 
hey, that's what I do for my friends and people. That's what I've always done. To me, hip hop says, come as you are. We are a family. It ain't about security. It ain't about bling bling. It ain't about how much gun your gun can shoot. It ain't about $200 sneakers. And it's not about me being better than you or you being better than me. It's about you and me connecting as one. That's why it has universal appeal. It's given young people a way to understand their world, whether they're from the suburbs or the city or wherever. Hip hop has also created a lot of jobs that otherwise wouldn't exist. But even more important, I think hip hop has bridged that cultural gap. It brings white kids together with black kids and brown kids with yellow kids. They all have something in common that they love. It gets past the stereotypes and people hating each other because of those stereotypes. People talk about the four hip hop elements, DJing, b-boying, MCing, and graffiti. I think that there are far more than those. The way you walk, the way you talk, the way you look and communicate. Back in my era, we had James Brown and the civil rights and black power. You didn't have people calling themselves hip hop activists, but those people today are talking about their era. They have the right to speak on the way that they see coming up. Hip hop is a voice of this generation. And even if you didn't grow up in the Bronx in the 1970s, uh, hip hop is there for you. It has become a powerful force. Hip hop binds all of these people and all of these nationalities all over the world together. But the hip hop generation is not making the best use of its recognition and the position that it has. Do we realize how much power hip hop has? Hip hop generation can take a stand collectively and make a statement. And there are a lot of people doing something positive who are doing the hip hop the way that it was meant to be done. They're reaching the young people, showing them what the world could be, people living together and having fun. But all too often, the ones that get the most recognition are those emphasizing the negative. And I think a lot of people are scared to speak on the issue become keeping it real just another fad world word it sounds cute but it has been pimped and perverted it ain't about keeping it real it's got to be about keeping it right for example rappers want to be so bling bling why are you living a luxurious life don't you have other issues what things touch you that's what we'd like to hear rappers speak about start a dialogue with people talk about things going on in the neighborhood Music is sometimes a medication from reality, and the only time you get to dialogue is when tragedy happens. When Tupac or Biggie or, Master, or Jam Master Jay died, that's when people wanted to have a dialogue. It was too late. Not enough people are taking advantage of using hip-hop as a way to deal with serious issues, as a way to change things before tragedy strikes. We have the power to do that. If Jay-Z comes out one day with his shirt hanging this way or LL Cool J comes out with one leg out of his pants rolled up, the next day, everyone's going to be doing the same thing. And if we decide one day that we say we're not going to kill somebody senselessly, everyone will follow. I don't want to hear people saying that they don't want to be role models. <laughs> um, you might already have my son's attention. Let's Let's get that clear. And when I'm telling him, don't walk that way, don't talk that way, you're walking that way and talking that way. Don't just be a drug dealer, be another like another pusher. Cut the crap. That's an escape. That's an easy way out. You have the kid's attention. I'm asking you to help me raise him up. You might be living lonely, 
But if you come out of the neighborhood, there was somebody who was there to guide you when you needed it. Someone that said, son, here's $2. You might have beat up on the ghetto to get out of it. But what have you done for the ghetto lately? How can you come from nothing to get something, but yet at the same time still do hurt to tear it all down? Hip-hop has always been about having fun, but it's also about taking responsibility. And now we have a platform to speak our minds. Millions of people are watching us. Let's hear something powerful. Tell people that what they need to hear. How will we help the community? What do we stand for? What would happen if we got to the hip-hop generation, if we got the hip-hop generation to vote or to form organizations that change things? That would be powerful. Hip-hop is a family, so everybody has to pitch in. East, west, north, or south, we come from one coast, and that coast was Africa. The culture was born in the ghetto. We were born here to die. We're surviving now, but we're not yet rising up. If we've got a problem, we've got to correct it. We can't be hypocrites. That's what I hope the hip-hop generation can do, to take all of us to the next level by always reminding us it ain't about keeping it real. It's about keeping it right. Up next, we got Billie Holiday with Strange Fruit. Now, this song was originally wrote, written as a poem in 1937 um, by Abel Maripool in response to what he was seeing, all these lynchings of black people in America. Now, I was just doing some research on this. Uh, since the Civil War, the recorded number, so not even the numbers that we don't know, but since the Civil War, 4,000 recorded executions, right? It's wild. After that, we're going to skip ahead to 1982, and we're going to hear the message from Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five and their take on the conditions of people, mostly of color, living in New York City. Question to think about are what are we seeing, are we still seeing these conditions today? Let's get on with it. swinging in the southern breeze strange fruit hanging from the
pastoral scene of the gallant south, the bulging eyes and the twisted mouth set of magnolia sweet and fresh then the sudden smell of burning flesh here is a fruit little technical difficulties here appreciate everybody for uh being patient with us and uh listening in we're having a great time today really appreciate it Down at the peep show, watching 
she can tell her stories to the girls back home. She went to the city and got so, so, so did it. She had to get a pimp. She couldn't make it on her own. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. My brother's doing fast on my mother's TV. Says she watches too much. It's just not healthy. All my children in the daytime, Dallas at night. Can't even see the game or the Sugar Ray fight. The bill collectors, they ring my phone and scare my wife when I'm not home. Got a bum education, double-digit inflation. Can't take the train to the job. There's a strike at the station. Neon King Kong standing on my back. Can't stop to turn around. Broke my sacroiliac, a mid-range migraine, cancer membrane. Sometimes I think I'm born insane. I swear I might hijack a plane. Don't push me, call. I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Said daddy, I don't want to go to school Cause the teacher's a jerk, he must think I'm a fool And all the kids smoke reefer I think it'd be cheaper if I just got a job Learn to be a street sweeper I dance to the beat, shut for my feet Wear a shirt and tie and run with the creeps Cause it's all about money, ain't a damn thing funny You got to have a con in this land of milk and honey They push that girl in front of the train Took her to the doctor, sold her arm on the game Stabbed that man right in his heart Gave him a transplant for a brand new start I can't walk through the park cause it's crazy after dark Keep my hand on my gun cause they got me on the run I feel like an outlaw, broke my last glass jaw Hear them say you want some more living on a seesaw Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge I'm trying not to lose my head Say what? It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under Child is born with no state of mind, blind to the ways of mankind. God is smiling on you, but he's frowning too, because only God knows what you'll go through. You'll grow in the ghetto, living second rate, and your eyes will sing a song of deep hate. The places you play and where you stay looks like one great big alleyway. You'll admire all the number book takers, thugs, pips, and pushers, and the big money makers. Driving big cars, spending 20s and 10s, and you want to grow up to be just like them. <laughs> Smugglers, scramblers, birds. Burglars, gamblers, pickpocket peddlers, even panhandlers. You say, I'm cool, I'm no fool, but then you wind up dropping out of high school. Now you're unemployed, all non-void, walking around like your pretty boy Floyd. Turn stick up, kid, but look what you done did. Got sent up for an eight-year bid. Now your manhood is took and you're a Maytag. Spend the next two years as an undercover fag being used and abused. 
served like hell to one day you would find her dead in the cell. It was plain to see that your life was lost. You was cold and your body swung back and forth. But now your eyes sing the sad, sad song of how you live so fast and die so young. So don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> Yo, Mel, you see that girl, man? Yeah, man. Yo, that sound like cowboy, man. All righty. Uh, next up, well, welcome back to Indigo Radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, we are on WVEW 107.7 FM, your community radio station. Next up, we have uh, artist Soleil, Soul, Soul, with uh, his song "Hey Liberals." Hey liberals, you know I love you. I know you mean well, but let's get real. Let's get real. So you want to make your white guilt go away? Why don't you go to Iraq? Preach no violence to the army. You call it charity. I call it a feel-good photo op for my who don't know how NGOs spend money. You say we're agent provocateurs. You're worse, you're an agent moderator. An SEIU plant, a moveon.org front group for a bunch of Democrats. After yoga, you go downstairs to city yo city and treat the servers like you're a hypocrite. If you were in South Africa when Nelson Mandela was blowing up, you'd snitch him out. You think robbing the bank is such a serious crime. You got Stockholm Syndrome, ain't the time you got free. But do you know what free means? We in the midst of World War Z, this ain't an anti-war song. It's the ballad and the bullet of the back when the people that brought you the eight-hour workday. They don't teach you that, you mother high school history class you always say the cops represent the working class a cop will kick you out your home and stab you in the speeding trap get you a ticket then beat your ass this ain't cool unless you're a liberal i know it sounds like i'm being judgmental but when you call those homeless people bums i thought that was judgmental cowardly classes no sense of history what you call it a liberal Obama stickers with the peace sign Obama stickers with the peace sign Obama stickers with the peace sign Obama stickers with the daily drone strike in Yemen this Llévame contigo, llévame a Chicago, no 
donde yo crecí, chileno exiliado, vivo y MC. Estas son historias, historia verdadera, algunas me dan risa y otras me dan pena. Son historias, historias de guerra, algunas me dan vida y todas me dan fuerza. Esto para mi tía, mi tía Sonia, hago hip hop siempre en tu memoria. Te cuento que el Nico también es un rapero, sus líricas son fuego, otro guerrillero. Esto para el Julito, mi amigo desde chico, después crecimos y nunca nos vimos. Andaba en Guatemala y mi mamá me llamaba que el Julito había muerto y yo solo lloraba, me dolió el corazón tan frágil la vida si escucha te mando un saludo que a Luisa perdón por nunca ir por nunca llamar preferí quedarme con memoria de otra realidad el Julito el Dani yo y el Eduardito y si venían de Rockford también el Marito el Carlitos el amigo del Marcelo venían como 14 y andaban en celo digo andaban en skate y buscaban a las minas para salir en un day yo escuchaba aprendiendo a ser grande éramos grandes Corazón, la raíz de rebeldía mezclada con revolución, pero también hubo dolor, también había alcohol. Y nosotros entre todos jugando fútbol, jugando los convitos, jugando G.I. Joe, jugando lucha libre con Seba el Guatón. Hijo de inmigrante, hijo de exiliado, hijo de rebeldía, estamos por todos lados. Wow. Claro, con caro y lo gaete en la villita, en el norte con los clan, los gabes, la chanchita, la tía Margarita me cuidaba cuando era guagua, en reuniones por la paz en Nicaragua y Guatemala, la madre del medio, sus hijos en el exilio, el chileno Chapine y Palestino, crecimos con la vida internacional, preparado con momentos cuando pude viajar y ya, adelante la cinta, cambiaron las pintas de los 90 con Esteban y el Seba, a los 2000 les encuentro en Chile, le dije al can que llévame la tocata para conocer el hip hop de mi padre. Ahí el Frank y Lechuga y el Seco fueron tela Me dieron la bienvenida a la faena sin problema El gringo caminaba entre su gente Amistad del pasado, son familia del presente Esta son historia, historia verdadera Alguna me dan risa y otra me dan pena Son historia, historia de guerra Alguna me dan vida y todas me dan fuerza Esta son historia, historia verdadera Alguna me dan risa y otra me dan pena Son historia, historia de guerra Alguna me dan vida y todas me dan fuerza Welcome back. Uh, you just heard Soleil with Hey Liberals and Rebel Diaz with Historias Verdadas. Uh, reminder that Rebel Diaz played last May as part of the Brattleboro Solidarity Stand Up Fight Back Conference. Uh, they did that at the uh, Brooks Memorial Library, and if you didn't get to that show, it was wild. Such a great time. Uh, thank you, Rebel Diaz, for coming out and, and performing and speaking your message. It was a great time, uh, and we're excited because this coming May, we will be having... Um, our annual conference, the uh, Community and Justice Stand Up Fight Back, put on by Brattleboro Solidarity. Uh, mark your calendars. It's going to be May 8th and 9th. We're going to have more details, um, so make sure you follow us on Facebook. All right, let's get back into the music while it's still hot. At what point did poor European people that used to rebel against the ones that forced them to work land they didn't own and die with nothing of their own. What was it that turned their hearts so that they start to identify with power even though they're powerless? 
identify with wealth even though they're broke. It's the invention of whiteness. They call you white by white standards. Damn what they talking about, you man first. Standing curse, the dirty man that first crafted the plan. Spread it through the land and shattered the damn earth. This is sickest system that ever existed. Since this earth speaking and commenced its twisting. How you convince a man with rare blood to bleed? Completely devalue what a human being means. Nobody called themselves white several centuries. A code they were living off the land with the trees. They were Dutch, they were Irish, they were German, they were Greek with culture, families, tradition, and beliefs. And rich blood suckers on new soil disease. And they ain't about to get their hands dirty, cracker, please. Swindle you to trade in your identity, show you pie in the sky and promised you a peace with symbolic image in the scripture that you read white holy angels and black evil demons you were so starving that you started to believe it now you die colonizing for somebody else's greed don't you see the overseers are still in the field every breath of water breathe is still in the jail you will never own that farm or the prison for real terrified of the time when your victims rebel listen you don't fear them you fear the blood on your hand all the ugly you've done to that man that woman that child that land that sea that sky that they look you in the eye and demand that you tell them why all them years whipping and lying and killing generations of poison and bombing and drilling all designed to turn the hearts of your children to stone got post-traumatic slave master syndrome how the hell are y'all gonna heal be made whole you identifying with the people in control you can't throw a human in the bottom of a boat unless somebody got a damn chain around your soul in that middle passage asking who got stole a hot auction block where your blood ran cold and every day a cop left them shots explode you're gonna have to find a way to regain your soul i said that i can't see itself it can't sit back critique itself and peep itself it need help take the sword for example no matter how hard it can't carve its own handle said that i can't see itself it can't sit back critique itself and peep itself it need help take the sword for example no matter how hard it can't carve its own hands city of our cities is like another country. The rules are different. It's almost like you need a passport there. The police treat people differently. When I lived out in the suburbs, if my car broke down on the highway and a state trooper pulled up behind me, I wouldn't have been scared. I'd have been glad. But young man after young man after young man have been beaten by the police. And the only way you know you got to be with the people and we live separated we go in air-conditioned cars and we stick on our interstate and hang out with people just like that well by god's grace i was brought into this and seeing how race plays a part and how poverty plays a part and my job is to go out to the american people
to be true when it's schooling. High level cats that's supposed to be ruling and moving. The so called slums to the force of the future. Take this piece of poetry of insurgency. Aim to spread love and to piss off conservatives. It ain't taking much to make the latter possible. So much repression. Fighting is not really optional, huh? They feel culture is threatening their powers. They got the base. We gotta make the superstructure ours. To fill it with socialist art from the streets. And make feminist ideas counter the hegemonic beast. Yeah, we've been doing that. Too much focus on punchline meta rap made us an ideological easy match. Ego trips got a movement deluded. We gotta rethink our strategies, me included. Our liberation won't come if our people are scared. So educated, be prepared, y'all. Emancipation won't come if our mentality's dead. So teach and learn and be prepared. Our liberation won't come if our people are scared. So educated, be prepared, y'all. Emancipation won't come if our mentality's dead. So teach and learn and be prepared. The enemy is powerful, but not invincible. We gotta learn and unify, and that is literal. Lyrics gotta be like minerals, strengthening individuals. If we fail on that, then we pitiful. The mic is like a grenade when we come correct and provoke ignorant people like homosex. These conservative Christians didn't get it correct. Christ was a Palestinian from the communist left. These neocons see the rainbow as a threat, as an immediate break to the structures they set. Since the nuclear family is a reproductive force of classes, of course they protect in its core. Even if power is born at many different levels, these are not arbitrary. They are connected at several. And we aim to be on each one of these mics ready to spray to overcome the animosity. Our liberation won't come if our people are scared, so educated, be prepared, y'all. Emancipation won't come if our mentality's dead, so teach and learn and be prepared. Our liberation won't come if our people are scared, so educated, be prepared, y'all. Emancipation won't come if our mentality's dead, so teach and learn and be prepared. Never refrain from progress, and even if the beast be stressing, maintain your objectives, try to refine your message. Keep kicking like second to the vote, just stop missing our aggression. It's responsive to their own pressure. We retain our principles for a sustainable planet. They the ones utopian, taking their lifestyles for granted. Expansionism, for the lives of space for others. Then those who dare to resist face the threat of being smothered. Let the truth uncovered like corporate media. Careful of not biting the hand that's feeding. Observing imperial plans like Swedish forces in Afghanistan. Selling it as the new burden for the white man. It's the tyrannicalest state that because the whole fucking debate has been politically hijacked. Still some are righteous, like the ones in the flotilla consciousness is a weapon too strong for any color. So we educate. Our liberation won't come if our people are scared, so educate and be prepared, y'all. Emancipation won't come if our mentality's dead, so teach and learn and be prepared. Our liberation won't come if our people are scared, so educate and be prepared, y'all. Emancipation won't come if our mentality's dead, so teach and learn and be prepared. Welcome back. This is Indigo Radio, deepening understanding and making connections. Uh, you're listening to 107.7 WVEW. We are talking Homeland and hip hop today. Um, I wanted to share a piece. I came across this again recently. I remember reading it um, back around the time it came and Tim Wines had written it. And uh, I thought it was really important to share. Um, it's titled Brief Thoughts on Superiority and Self-Doubt, White Racial Edition. Just received a fascinating, e fascinating email, literal word for word, as follows. I'm very proud of being a white man. I don't care what you say. White people are the best. I've long wondered, amid such declarations of presumed superiority, 
exactly whom are these folks trying to convince? Surely they cannot expect that such a missive is going to awaken me to the bestness of the Aryan tribe. I mean, I'm not likely to see such an email and think to myself, oh, holy crap, yes, I forgot that we are the best. So if they're not trying to convince me, why do they need to repeat the mantra of superiority? For whom does it serve a necessary psychological purpose? Hmm. See, it strikes me that people who actually have done anything of substance with their lives, anything for which they are truly proud of or felt a sense of accomplishment for, would likely do two things. One, they would not need to ascribe uh, that accomplishment to their racial identity, for which, after all, they are due no credit and which, if anything, diminishes their individual effort, sacrificing it on the altar of inevitability. And number two, they would just allow their superior actions to speak for themselves without the need of cheerleading at all, even if those cheerleaders only be themselves. So in other words, if you go around telling people how awesome you are or how awesome others of your racial group, quote-unquote, are, it's likely because you doubt it quite strongly. You are attempting in such a case to sever as your own pain reliever, blocking the self-doubt receptors in your brain, which are continually sending your body signals that you are quite a bit of uh, less impressive than you insist. It's sad. Sad that our society pits us against each other in such a way that makes such self-delusion as this necessaryness to the mind of some, that it makes it necessary for one to feel superior to another. In a society based on equity and compassion, such a need would not exist. And the person who wrote this email could have done something better with the 30 seconds he spent composing it. So what can we achieve, right? By shaking off these white supremacist thoughts, I wonder. This is me now. <laughs> um, if we work to reimagine how we live in our short time, I, free of oppression and exploitation that we all benefit from or are hurt from at the same time, what kind of world would we have? I think these next artists have some thoughts on that. So first up is Power Struggle by Sunshine, and then we're going to get into A Las Barricadas by Los Muertos de Cristo. Change the world, let the world change you Until you understand what's real, you might be confused Cause political rap is like a trap sometimes The deaf act blind, but they feel it in their spine You ever wonder why, are you cool with it all? Do you think about life, do you let things fall? In place instead of questioning things you see Are you actually free, or part of the machine? I used to be a thief, but now I give back For the simple fact, when I die, they might ask What did you do to make the best of the world? Did you let the city burn or quench the people's thirst? Simple as a farmer, complex as the earth. Each word is the seed till the dirt gives birth. Feed the children first so the stomachs don't hurt. Gonna need the energy to carry on with this work. Wake up a little too late to say that it's morning. But my son crawling over my stomach just kind of forced it. And my son's giggle make things look not that important. But my son's giggle make things look twice as important. Plus the morning news, sandwich murder and war. With little reports about the newest franchise store. And while I pour more juice inside my 
baby boy's cup. I know baby boys back home are pouring out blood or just not eating enough and drinking water with mud. And the simplest commodities are probably just out of reach out in the street. Your boy yell peace while I speak. Kids are checking out what's on my feet. At least no mayor of LA on my squad in LA. Spend the majority of our day out working for change for real. And I have seen so much, but for now, I just play out in the sun with my son. I used to be deaf, dumb, and blind, but now I feel the sunshine. I keep my ear to the street, cause it beats like a lifeline. Lighting that flame of the paradise, getting high on the hills in the back of the car. You and I never knew about the T.Y. Now let's see why the only people in our hood that was organized were like my brother and his homies doing drive-bys. Looking back at it all now, I realize why some never made it, some graduated. Folks stuck in the streets, so incarcerated. I used to be deaf, dumb, and blind, but the truth set me free from my slave mind. Struggle chooses you, but it takes time. It takes more than the physical, it takes mind. It takes more than the theory, but it takes grind. And hustle, trust, and struggle through the trouble, you can still see that sunshine. She said, grow the fuck up, so I did. Used to be afraid of commitment, having kids. Been around the world, seen how other people live. That's why I got the nerve to criticize this shit. I'm a blue-collar, working-class, proletariat, man of color. Got a gay brother and a sister from another mother. Africa, the birthplace, Philippines. The purpose, express these words with curves like cursive. Come from a culture, older than always. History is hidden, so we paint walls and hallways. Maharlika, he's a deep in Dados. My heart is Katipun and I can feel it around 5 I hold, tell them what it means to rise and resist When the rich make demands but the poor make a fist Pour out a glass for the martyrs of the blessed We mourn like a storm that's calm before it hits I used to be deaf, dumb and blind But now I feel the sunshine I keep my ear to the street Cause it beats like a lifeline I enjoy the connection with Come on. 
All right, that was Pussy Riot with uh, their song, Make America Great Again. Well, we're just about out of time for today. So I had a few announcements I wanted to get out to everybody so they knew. Um, so on February 29th, that's going to be a Saturday night, Brattleboro Solidarity and the Spark Teacher Education Program, as part of their um, ongoing film series, are going to be showing uh, Dirty Wars, 2013 uh, documentary. That's going to be at 118 Elliott Street. So this screening and discussion is going to start around five at 5 p.m. It's a free event. We are going to be taking donations, but it's open to the public, so come on by. Also a reminder that starting in March, um, Brattleboro Solidarity is going to be starting up. It's um, around study group, no war, no sanctions. You can find more info about that on our Facebook page at Brattleboro Solidarity. All right. 
I want to give a special thanks to uh, today's editors, Anna and Nick, for helping me make this show possible today. Thank you, guys. You rock. Um, and to you, our listeners, because you're awesome, too. All right, our last song to take us out is Wake Up, Everybody by Harold Melvin and the Blue Knight. Uh, sorry, the Blue Notes. Keep up the fight, everybody. Keep that mind sharp. We'll see you next time.
celebration going on in America. <laughs> it has, I believe, something to do with that event 200 years ago.